this morning i feel in my heart to share this beautiful word that god put in my heart um it's we want to talk about the resurrection of jesus amen look at someone say he is not in the tomb he is not in the tomb you know my 100th nation the lord opened doors i think i've shared this. some of you know my testimony i arrived in 98th country and i i wanted to go israel as my 100th nation i want to go actually israel as my first nation but never opened and uh, i wanted to apply f- to go to israel as my third nation my visa was denied uh, because i had they saw my Egypt, egyptian visa passport so and i'm sorry egyptian visa on my passport and so but the timing of the lord was very different so i hold on to the word of the lord 100th nation i wanted to go but i didn't know what to do i don't have any contacts and i didn't want to go through a true tourist agent go there do this tourist thing buy the holy water and holy oil <laughs> i don't believe in those things also so i was just praying lord you open doors i got an email 3 years ago 2017 june 20th i think 19th or 20th and they said uh, uh, we are such and such a fam ministry we would like to come and uh, Uh, have you we would like to invite you come and teach on holy spirit <laughs> how beautiful the lord is i know for sure the lord is the one who opened doors he knows our email addresses you don't need to push it so our 99th country was cyprus and then the 100th country was israel hallelujah Amen. he does he does wonders if you just trust him he does wonders amen, amen. so i want you to take your bible and say this after me lord jesus lord jesus influence me this morning influence me this morning romans chapter 8 verse 11 says this i want to read this romans chapter 8 verse 11 but if the spirit of him who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you somebody can read this again but if the spirit of him uh-huh. who raised jesus from the dead yes. dwells in you yes. he who raised christ from the dead yes. will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you amen romans is written by apostle paul and you know this were this chapter is packed with truth and the chapter 7 is full of questions he actually ask questions uh, on behalf of the romans and by the way the romans uh, were not completely uh, grew up with all the jewish culture and everything so he ask some weird questions in romans chapter 7 he ask questions like you know uh, what can i do with my mortal bodies how can i live my life and each challenges the people to think man you wanted to do the right thing but you don't know how to do the right thing how many of you felt like that sometimes you feel like you want to do the right thing but you end up doing opposite to the right thing and then you want to do the not do the uh, wrong thing but you end up doing the same thing and Ro- paul kind of goes through this battle and then romans 8 he kinds of comes up with this beautiful verse by starting off by saying in christ there is no condemnation i've said this before by saying condemnation is actually a word in greek it means death sentence so in 7 it talks about almost man is dead without christ it is not almost is dead without christ and then in was romans 8 he goes off by saying in christ there is no condemnation and then goes on he writes and then he explains this beautifully and he comes to this passage and he says it's the spirit of him the spirit of him means who the spirit of the father who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you and i want to talk about the resurrection power of christ this morning and luke chapter 1 verse 13 says this is the first word jesus the angel of the lord said fear not 
This is the first word, fear not. And listen, in Matthew 28 verse 10, the first word Jesus said when he rose up, he said, fear not. You see, Jesus was brought into the world by a virgin birth, pure woman. I wrote down here, he was embraced by a pure woman. But when Jesus rose up, guess who he revealed himself? He revealed to Mary Magdalene. Out of her, seven demons were cast out. In other words, when he was born, law has to be fulfilled. But when Jesus rose up, mercy triumphs over judgment. Amen. Judgment is fulfilled. This is the Jesus we worship. He is embraced by women of once hosted seven demons. The first good news that Jesus remember, shared that he is risen is not to the men, to the women. Today the women are not even embraced in the church. Women are not even empowered in the church. Hello? That's why Jesus is anti-religion. He is about a kingdom. He came to enforce a kingdom mentality. He came to give a kingdom lifestyle. Amen. And I wrote down here, When we encounter the glory of Jesus, there is nothing more we desire than this awesome encounter. That's why this lady came and said, in the beginning of the service, I said, she, uh, she said, Gardener, have you seen Jesus? And all this thing Jesus has to do was to say, Mary. And that's it. She said, Rabboni, one encounter, one encounter with Jesus is going to change your life. I tell you, religion will tell you, religion does social distancing. You know what? Do you know that? Religion is the one who instigated social distancing. Religion says, you can't come here. This is a holy club. You have dressed inappropriately. There was a cowboy who dressed in a cowboy boots and in a hat and this weird looking dress. Have you seen a cowboy? You can just Google it and see that he is weird. You know, he dressed so weird and he went to this most ultra-conservative church in the southern belt of America. And the members of the church got so mad at him. They told the pastor, please tell this guy to dress differently when he comes next Sunday. So the pastor took him aside and said, son, I want you to come to church. We welcome everybody. But when you come to church, I want you to dress differently. So... A week went by. The next week, the cowboy came even more cowboyish. And he walked inside. The church member got really mad at the person. And he, they mad at the pastor as well. They said to him, we're giving you one chance. If you don't tell him to change his clothes and come, dress appropriately, you will be fired next Sunday. So the pastor went to him and said, Son, I really like you coming to our church, but I want you to do something. I want you to go home and ask Jesus what kind of clothes to wear to this church and then come back. Next Sunday, the cowboy nodded his head with his weird accent and then he went back. Next Sunday, he came even more ultra cowboyish with all his ads and, you know, with weird stuff and all of the church now extremely mad. They looked at the pastor and said, you're fired. The pastor took him aside and he said, please, did you ask Jesus how to dress? The cowboy said, yes, I did ask. What did Jesus say? The cowboy said, Jesus said, I have never been to the church, so I don't know how to dress. <laughs> Listen, Jesus is anti-religion. 
that's what it means it jesus is you know the religion excludes people jesus includes that doesn't mean jesus says every sin is okay fine you can just do whatever you want <laughs> that's not what jesus embraced every person but he dealt with every person in a particular way amen amen i wrote down here when we call upon the name of the lord jesus christ he saves us and there is no other name i'm going to read it takes a couple of minutes listen to me this carefully okay when we like the kingdom but there is no kingdom without a king we like thrones but there is no throne without the thorn we like crowns but there is no crown without the cross we like breakthroughs but there is no breakthrough without breaking we like the miracles but there is no miracles without a miracle giver miracle worker we like success but there is no success without failure we like to conquer but there is no conquering without surrender we like healing but there is no healing without christ wounding we like promotions but there is no promotions without demotion which means humiliation jesus said in john 15:18 if they hate you they hated me first my friends what i am talking about this there is a church there is a christianity that promotes christ without the the reality of the cross it's the happy life you just do some confession you take words here and there you kind of put it together and you just make god as a pun he is like a magic genie that you rub he comes and says here i am your servant that christianity is not what we share here this church promotes christ that tells you that you have to pick up the cross and follow amen 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 we like life that's what i wrote down here but there is no life without the life of christ so what what's the resurrection of what is this resurrection life and how we will embrace it the resurrected life of christ is the spirit of the father remember i've said this before i'm going to say it again we are his children to our father we are his bride to our jesus and we are his temple to our holy spirit amen 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 so this is what i wrote down the resurrected power of jesus i have how can we exercise or how can we embrace this resurrected power of jesus i have written seven things okay we're going to run quickly take notes maybe it's up in the screen we learned some new techniques on this new software we were introduced to this new software so it's up in the screen maybe so number 1 right take notes or you take a screenshot and you can edit my face out of that okay the resurrection the resurrected life of jesus in us helps us to overcome fear amen amen romans 8:15 romans 8:15 says this for yeah. you did not mm-hmm. receive the spirit of bondage yes. again to fear yes, but sir. you received the spirit of adoption uh-huh. by whom we cry out abba father abba father this is the power of the holy spirit the power of the holy spirit you know the number one job of the holy spirit is to break the chain in your brain how he breaks the chain in your brain when you realize that you need a savior and you say here i am abba father boom the work of the holy spirit is accomplished 
and of love and, and of a sound mind my friend the resurrected power of christ embraces when you embrace the resurrected power of christ you can overcome fear that doesn't mean you will never be afraid that doesn't mean fear will not be there for you that doesn't mean you will not go through fearful moments all those things will be there but fear will not be your primary emotion that influences your life amen amen, amen. number 2 The resurrected life of Jesus reminds us our life is in the hands of God. Amen. Amen. Look at verse John 10 28 and 29. I gave to them uh-huh. the gift of eternal life uh-huh. and they will never be lost uh-huh. and no one has the power to snatch them out mm-hmm. of my hands. Uh-huh. My father mm-hmm. who has given them to me mm-hmm. as his gift Uh-huh. is the mightiest of all uh-huh. and no one has the power to snatch them from my father's care amen so jesus saying nobody can snatch you from my hand how precious to think about that just just think for 5 seconds 10 nobody can snatch you are thinking you know, you know right now there is a slogan go corona go go corona go <laughs> i don't know you know you, people are like people are so i don't know we are live streaming i have to be very careful uh, what we are sharing but this is the reality people are so worried let me tell you this is what jesus said nobody can snatch you out of my hand and not only that then he said again my father who has given them to me as his gift is mightiest of all and no one has the power to snatch them from my father's care <laughs> Look at someone and say we are safe in the hand of God. We are safe in the hand of God. Amen. Amen. This is the reality guys. This is the reality. Don't worry. That doesn't mean we have to be stupid. That doesn't mean we have to be unwise. That doesn't mean we have to be be vulnerably exposing ourselves. No. We have to do our possible. Listen, God will not do our possible. But we can't do his impossible. When we do our possible all we need to do is to trust his impossible. What does that mean? We are in his hands. Amen. Amen. Number 3, the resurrected life of Jesus enables us to trust in the sovereignty of God. Trust in the sovereignty of God. Luke 1:37 says, "For nothing will be impossible with God." Amen. You know the story of Job. Job lived years before Jesus was born. he had a very less revelation and the whole job when you read it only you know there was a plot behind entire life of job nobody knows even job does not know even after the challenges that he went through everything job does not even know that he was actually set up by god and the enemy to go through in his life job does not even know 
because job asked all these questions and his three wonderful friends came and started talking the chapter became the book became 42 chapters and then god asks him more than 60 questions and none of the questions related to job's suffering and this is what job said in chapter 42 he said this i job repent from my words and this is what happens he what he came to conclusion he concluded this that i know with my puny mind i can never understand the sovereignty of god and that's what david said in psalms 27 verse 13 he said i shall not die but live and declare the goodness of god in the land of living i want to encourage you church the resurrected power of christ when you embrace it you know that you trust in the sovereignty of god amen amen, amen. right now who is the talk of the town or what is the talk of the town right now the talk of the town is covid-19 but let me tell you there is something greater someone greater than covid-19 he is the talk of the town amen that sovereignty has to come into your presence of your awareness of your mind amen, amen. number four the resurrected power of life of jesus teaches us to live joyfully under all circumstances amen amen john 16:33 it says this fear not i have overcome the world Amen. Joy is not based on I've said this so many times I don't mind and I don't get bored to say this. Joy is not the absence of problem. Joy is the presence of God in the midst of the problem. Amen. Amen. How are you doing? You know, are you panicking? Are you thinking what's going to be my next meal? How I'm going to live? Let me tell you guys when we when we felt in our hearts like we were thinking what are we going to do? and the lord said instead of thinking what you going to do think about what the people going to do and we started thinking what people going to do i tell you guys literally in the last 11 days hitting the streets we have served thousands of food packets literally to people and not to promote oh papa's house ministry nothing oh my goodness that's you know my heart but that's not what we are trying to do what we are trying to do is to see christ can be glorified in the midst of all this amen you know we are stories like people come and say we were waiting for you yesterday and i want to tell you my friend this is the moment church to rise up and say people look at you and say man everybody is having covid syndrome <laughs> you know you know what is a covid syndrome it's like constipation syndrome so everybody is like the covid syndrome but you look joyfully what is that you can say the joy of the lord is my ha is my strength mm-hmm. so i wrote down here how to be joyful in all circumstances three things very easy thankful heart did you have a thankful heart did you get up in the morning did you complain or did you thankful did you thank god why don't you lift up your hands and say god i thank you for the roof of my on the top of my head thank you the roof that i have a mattress to sleep thank on you, thank you i have clean water thank to you drink thank you i have lights thank you i have internet thank you have you know geo internet that's even faster and free and more gigabytes you know thank you that i have food thank you i have mates some of you are from friends from papa's house you have mates to come and cook food for you thank the lord for your mates amen that's the thankful heart number 2 be content in what you have yesterday for the very first time isaac and asha ate upma 
because we are on our budget and we want to make sure that we stay like that because uh, and we said uh, you know we're going to eat upma and isaac was like what is this daddy and he had no clue and uh, and he started praying lord i thank you for the strange a food that is called upma <laughs> and uh, he ate upma i mean he, he had as challenges i told him isaac these are the, this this food in the streets people don't have it so we must be grateful and uh, our staff and everyone including uh, stephen they had upma with sugar on the top and you know uh, anyway all those things be content with what you have are you content don't look at your phone and say brother mine is very low quality don't look at it don't look at someone's phone when you compare you become discontent when you when you embrace the life christ has given you amen, amen. it's so beautiful that's how you can be joyful in all circumstances number 3 practice hospitality you know the greek word for hospitality is xenophilia which means friend to a stranger the opposite of xenophilia is called xenophobia <laughs> you know what is a xenophobia i'm afraid of strangers <laughs> right now that's what is going on oh no you know people are like they are so xenophobia i break that spirit over papa's house in jesus name Amen. you will be xenophobia feel you that Amen. you will be friend to the strangers Amen. you will go with the love of christ and share in a practical way amen first thessalonians 5 16 to 18 says this Rejoice somebody read always mm-hmm. pray without ceasing mm-hmm. give thanks in all circumstances hallelujah for this is the will of god in christ jesus three for things. you three things rejoice always pray without ceasing that doesn't mean you have to keep your eyes and pray while you are driving that means instant promotion <laughs> you know what i mean okay give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus amen, amen. that means give thanks have a creative thankful heart amen just it's so you know my friend called me from kerala he started distributing like what we are doing in this city he said i thought in my city there will be no need because he lived in a very nice uh, affluent neighborhood but he felt in his heart that he should pack some rice and some lentils and visit some homes and knock and this is what he said i don't want to mention the name because i have not received the permission to tell his name but he said when i knocked the door and i asked you have food that lady came up and said we have nothing all we had was two mangoes and i'm boiling those mangoes to put some salt and eat that and he said charles i felt in my heart to open a little shop where close by like a little shutter where he lives there to op- keep rice and and stock things so i can serve these people i didn't even realize i thought my neighborhood is free from all these challenges listen you don't know what's your neighbor going through why don't you just go and ask did you eat today do you have a packet of milk for your children ask share be com- be compassionate amen i have amen. friends calling me and say charles did you eat today do you have food for you my friend i have to tell you this share the love of christ in a practical way when this crisis will over people will see the real christ christians who embraced and showed christ to the world Amen. Amen. Number five, the resurrected life of Jesus gives us the boldness to share the glorious gospels, gospel of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Somebody read Acts chapter eighteen. 
verse 26 so he began to speak boldly uh-huh. in the synagogue uh-huh. when aquila and priscilla heard him uh-huh. they took him aside uh-huh. and explained to him the way of god more accurately who was he talking about they talking about apollos apollo is one of not the apollo pharmacy but the apollo guy you know uh, the apollo guy he actually had a small revelation of jesus he didn't have the full revelation so here there was a family a couple who went there and looked at him he was preaching so boldly and they and with little revelation church we have the full revelation we have the bible when these guys didn't have bible they had fragments parchments letters here and there torah they had this little revelation all they had is the encounter with jesus we have the bible in so many translations so many versions but still we are searching leviticus in new testament hello i'm adding little humor here but that's the reality come on so i want to ask you <coughs> i need some water <coughs> thank you you know the levitical leviticus joke even got me <coughs> so he began to speak with boldly in synagogue you know brother i don't have synagogue whatever wherever place you are going you are standing in the line to get your provision ask the lord give me some creative words how can i share jesus to this person in the counter when you know everybody is so grim faced you say smile and ask them hey how are you doing did you have breakfast today sometimes when we cross through the toll that was long time ago we didn't go now anywhere but when we stop in the toll and we ask them how are you doing did you have breakfast today and their faces become lit and we say jesus loves you why because it is an opportunity to share christ everywhere amen, amen. acts chapter 19 verse 8 this talks about paul and he paul went to the synagogue and spoke boldly for 3 months reasoning and persuading mm. concerning the things of the kingdom of god amen so beautiful isn't it paul full of boldness the resurrected life of jesus number 6 gives us the grace to endure and overcome james chapter 1 verse 2 to 4 my brethren yes. count it all joy mm-hmm. when you are when you fall into various trials amen knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience mm-hmm. but let patience have its perfect work mm-hmm. that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing okay. i want you to do like this Look at this verse beginning. Count it all joy and how it ends lack nothing. So God knows your beginning and God knows your end. Just go with the emotion of God, which is what? Joy. Amen. 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 So count it all joy. Why? Because God already saw your end lacking nothing. Why? Because when you are in Christ, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to be here prosperity, don't get me wrong. When you are in Christ, Christ becomes your life. so you lack nothing amen hello how can you measure the abundant life with a non abundant life it is impossible that's why count it all joy why because christ is your life you will lack nothing amen amen so whatever you go through in the middle you know that is not the end why you lack nothing christ becomes your life Amen. Amen. I'm preaching good. Say amen on the chat, please. Amen. 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 Okay. Last but not the least, <clears throat> the resurrected life of Jesus eagerly waits for the kingdom that is now and yet to come. 
Romans 8:18 This is beautiful For I consider mm. that the sufferings of this present time uh-huh. are not worthy to be compared uh-huh. with the glory which uh-huh. shall be revealed in us Wow the sufferings of this present time the word sufferings in the Greek I'm not a Greek scholar it doesn't say inconvenience today we we kind of we kind of translated the word into inconvenience like for example like uh, uh, somebody ask you to give a lift and drive so your home say example it stops in in this one location like bahayam but you have to drop somebody in adukambare which is the government hospital and it's like 3 kilometers that's not suffering that's called inconvenience oh i suffered for jesus today to go drop somebody <laughs> that's inconvenience it's not suffering suffering means you carry the cross you endure the shame you endure the rejection just like christ was endured but he overcome hello that's what it says here in first peter 5 verse 10 and then uh-huh. after your brief suffering, brief suffering the god of all loving grace <laughs> who has called you to share uh-huh. in his eternal glory uh-huh. in christ Amen. will personally and powerfully uh-huh. restore you Amen. and make you stronger than ever hallelujah yes he will set you firmly in place and build you up where he is going to set you that's in christ Amen. Amen. My friends, the resurrected power of Christ lives in us and dwells in us. The address of God is no more a synagogue, a temple, mosque, church. Today those things are empty. But where Christ dwells in your heart. Amen. 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 Are you blessed? If you are blessed, yes. say amen. 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 We're going to take communion together now. Are you ready? Okay. Thambi, I need the thing. Prepare your juice, bread, I want you to turn your bible to Ephesians chapter 2 Ephesians chapter 2 All right we're going to spend some few minutes there I know it's 11 o'clock we're going to spend some time few minutes there Ephesians it's right after Genesis and before Revelations All right Ephesians chapter 2 Wonderful Look at this verse 14 for he himself who is that jesus is our peace who has made the two one and destroyed the barrier the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations his purpose was to create in himself one new man man means spirit ish okay man has got two kinds male and female okay man out of thus out of the two thus making peace and in this one body to reconcile both of them to god through the cross by which he put to death their hostility he came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those that's us who are far away and priest to peace to those who are near that's the jews for through him we both have access to the father by one spirit Amen. that's what jesus did this body brought broke the hostility that's why in the tabernacle you have the outer court 
the inner court to the inner court you have the left side you have the menorah the light the lamp stand that's the mind the word of god that illuminates your mind but on the right side you will have a showbread and what is the showbread the showbread is the broken body of jesus that reconciles us into all relationship let me tell you guys you can't take this broken body and still live in a broken relationship you can't live with this bro- taken this resurrected power of christ body and still live in bitterness and still live in unforgiveness this body reminds us that christ has reconciled you and me we were deserving death but christ brought us life amen so how dare we can still live in bitterness in envy in jealousy in comparison in unforgiveness so i want you to take some time to remember what jesus did come on everybody.